Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast, episode 34. We're a podcast aimed at equipping local church, volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. Today I want to ask the question, what is a disciple? And let me just start by highlighting what an important question that is. One of the most well-known verses in the whole Bible is the Great Commission, right? The last words Jesus left his followers with before he ascended to heaven after his death and resurrection. He said, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. There's a good chance that if your church has a mission statement, you've got some version of that charge to make disciples in that mission statement which makes it all the more surprising if you stop and think about it that most church and ministry leaders are a little bit foggy on what a disciple is and what it means to make disciples. Maybe actually they're more than a little bit foggy. Well, let's dig into this question. What is a disciple? Disciple is a word that's not commonly used in North American Christianity uh, today. But let me share a few definitions I've noticed that float around, been floating around over the last few years. Here's probably the most common one. A disciple is a really committed Christian, a super Christian even. In this view, there are sort of two tiers of Christians. There's the everyday Christian who's accepted Jesus as their savior. They believe they're going to heaven when they die. But making Jesus the Lord of their life is something they struggle with. They're not sure they're ready to do that. So in in their view, they're a Christian, but not a disciple. A disciple would be more intense. It would be more committed than what they're ready for. Okay, so that's the first definition of a disciple. A top-tier, really committed, sold-out-to-Jesus sort of Christian. Let me give you a second definition of a disciple. A disciple is a brand-new Christian. Someone who has just made a decision to follow Christ, they've had a conversion experience maybe, they're a spiritual baby, so to speak, some people would would say, and so they need to be discipled. They need to be taught. They need to be grounded in the basics of the Christian faith. They need to be taught what Christians believe. They need to be taught how to grow in your faith and what your responsibilities are as a Christian, etc., And so maybe we sit down with them for uh, an eight-week study or curriculum, or maybe it's a whole year or whatever, to disciple them into the basic introductory foundational matters of what it means to follow Jesus. But here's the the unspoken assumption of this definition of, of a disciple, and that is that after a while, you outgrow being a disciple. You graduate from the introductory class to being a regular everyday Christian. You're no longer a new believer, and so you don't need discipleship anymore. All right, well, let me give you one more third definition of what a disciple is that's been floating around today. And that is that disciple is just another word for Christian. Maybe it's an old-fashioned word. Maybe it's a word used by certain really fervent churches, but not one that we use a lot today. We prefer words like Christian or believer. And so the assumption here with this definition is that there are all sorts of Christians. There are all sorts of disciples. Some are committed, some less so. Some are full of passion and fervor. Some are just sort of quietly committed. They're all believers. They're all disciples. Even if we don't use the word disciple for them, we don't tend to use that word. 
Well, what I'd like to suggest is that none of these three definitions match up with the biblical definition of disciple, and that this is actually a big problem. After all, if making disciples is supposed to be what we're about, and if as church leaders we're foggy on what a disciple even is, then what chance do we have of succeeding at one of the main things Jesus told us to do? So where do we start if we want to know what a disciple is? Well, Jesus had disciples, right? He had 12 main ones that we know the names of, Matthew, Peter, James, etc. And then he had others as well. And they called Jesus their Lord, and they called him their rabbi, their teacher. And actually, those two titles sum up nicely what a disciple is, according to the New Testament. Let's take rabbi first. A rabbi is a teacher, and a rabbi's disciples are his students. So to be a disciple is to be a learner, a student. But don't think classroom here, because The Jewish educational method, which was around at the time of Jesus, was much more relational and hands-on than classroom learning. As a disciple, you weren't just learning information. You were learning a way of life. You were learning to be a certain kind of person. So your rabbi was like your mentor and your example, as well as your teacher. You as a disciple were committed to learning to become the kind of person your rabbi was. Second, Jesus' first disciples called Jesus their Lord, right? And this reminds us that to be a disciple involves a commitment. It involves giving your allegiance. You're not just a student, you're a follower. So a disciple is a learner and a follower of Jesus. For a disciple, Jesus is their teacher and Jesus is their Lord, So what is it then that a disciple of Jesus is supposed to be learning and committing themselves to? If they commit themselves to Jesus, what exactly are they getting themselves into? Well, it can be summed up nicely in three things. First, a disciple of Jesus is committed to growing in the character of Jesus. And second, they're committed to growing in the convictions of Jesus Third, they're committed to growing in the competencies of Jesus. Let me just briefly explain those three. First, the character of Jesus. This is not surprising, right? To be a disciple of Jesus, you want to become more like Jesus on the inside so that you treat people the way Jesus treated them and you handle situations the way Jesus handled them. You can think here about the fruit of the Spirit. It's to have the character of Jesus, which means to be more loving, to be more joyful, to be more patient, more kind, gentle, good, faithful, self-controlled. That's character. Second, the convictions of Jesus. This has to do with the beliefs that we strongly hold as true and we build our life upon. Jesus had certain convictions that the scriptures were the word of God, that he had come to die for the salvation of the world. He'd come from heaven. That his father was the good God who had created all things. That Jesus was coming back one day to end all history and to bring his people to be with God forever, etc., right? Jesus believed certain things were true, and he just didn't believe them intellectually. 
he actually trusted in these things and built his life upon them. And so they guided and shaped his life and his purpose and the decisions he made. To be a disciple of Jesus is to grow in the convictions of Jesus. And then third, the competencies of Jesus. That is the abilities of Jesus. It's that we're learning to do the things that Jesus did. Jesus' first disciples saw how Jesus prayed and they said, teach us to pray like that. They wanted to develop the competency of prayer that they saw in Jesus. Jesus taught them lots of other competencies too. He taught them how to cast out demons. He taught them how to heal the sick. He taught them how to trust God, how to go out without money or an extra cloak even, and to depend on God for their provision. He taught them how to share their faith with others, to spread the good news of Jesus and why he had come to bring the kingdom of God and to offer salvation and forgiveness. He taught them how to make disciples, how to take all of the character and the convictions and the competencies that Jesus had taught them, and then to pass that on to others. So, what's a disciple? It's someone committed to Jesus and committed to learning to be more like Jesus as they grow in their character, their convictions, and their competencies, the, the character, convictions, and competencies that Jesus had. So let me ask you, is your church or ministry making disciples? Do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy or an intentional approach to making disciples? And is that plan working? Do you know if it's working? Well, in our next episode, we'll, we'll talk a bit further about some ways of making disciples that do and don't work in today's world. But that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. And if you find this podcast valuable, please share it with someone. You can help us spread the word by subscribing to the podcast or by leaving us a rating or a review. Bye for now.